Hare Krishna, welcome to this episode of Bhagavad Gita. Today's verse is chapter 4, text 14. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Agyanati Mirandhasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yenatasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Sthapitam Yenabhutale Svayam Rupahakadamahyam Dadati Svapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yutapadakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathan Vitam Tamsajivam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam <coughs> Shri Radha Krishna Padam Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakhan Vitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindho Dina Bandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vancha Kalpatarubhyascha Kripa Sindhubhya Evacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namaha Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Preshthaya Bhutale Srimate Bhaktivedanta Swaminiti Namine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Sunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jai Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna <coughs> So today's verse uh, is Bhagavad Gita chapter 4 text 14 <coughs> Mr. Raj Shekharan Menon. Hare Krishna. Okay. <laughs> kindly don't repeat so many times because we have to so go through so many comments. So kindly understand. Other devotees have to ask questions. So I don't have to go through many comments. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so. Chapter 4, text 14. Let's chant the word to word and then the line by line. Na, so please repeat after me. Na, maam, karmani, limpanti, na, me, karmaphale, spriha, <coughs> iti, maam, yah, abhijanati, karmabhi, Na Sah Badhate Alright, let's chant line by line from the top here. Namam Karmani Limpanti Name Karma Phale Spriha Itimam Yobhijanati 
कर्मभिर्न सबध्यते नमाम कर्माणि लिंपन्ति नमे कर्मफले स्पृहा इति जानाति कर्मभिर्न सबध्यते नमाम कर्माणि लिंपन्ति नमे कर्मफले स्पृहा इति जानाति कर्मभिर्न सबध्यते All right. So, na, never, maam, me, karmani, all kinds of work, limpanti, do if effect, na, nor, me, my, karma phale, infruitive action, spriha, aspiration, iti, does, maam, me, yah, one who, abhijanati, does know, karma bhi, by the reaction of such work na never sah he badhyate becomes entangled translation and purport by his divine grace ac bhaktivedanta swami shila prabhupad ki jai translation there is no work that affects me nor do i aspire for the fruits of action one who understands this truth about me also does not become entangled in the fruitive reactions of work. It's a very nice verse actually. Because ultimately we have to come out of um, karma, uh, what is that? Karma bandhana. The entanglement of fruitive action. So, how to come out of that? Very simple solution. One who understands this truth about me, that no work affects him and he aspires for no fruits of action. Now, if we look at ourselves, we all, our work affects us. as Because whatever we do, we will get the reaction. And we do, such, uh, I mean anything that we do, we aspire for the fruits of action. And otherwise, there is no per se motivation to do hmm? any action because everything is motivated because we want the result and that's why we in fact endeavor in the first place so that is how we are generally taught to think or we have been accustomed to think because of our long conditioning in this material world whereas the art of work is to actually work in such a way that there is no aspiration for any result and work in such a way that the work does not bring any karmic reaction. At the same time, there are no regrets about it. So, no lamentation. So, these things, um, this is actually the art of work. So, out of duty, we have to perform. So, people may ask, how to even do something without being motivated about the result? How to even do something like that? So, it's correct. We want a result. So that um, attitude, one must put for devotional service in the akarma category. Whereas in the material work, in routine work, as we are maintaining our body, for that we have to be, just as a matter of duty, we have to do. Hmm? 
but our main focus fully greedy about are we are about the spiritual progress in life spiritual perfection that's why it is said we have seen i think the word yesterday krishna bhakti rasabhavitamati see cc chetana charitamrita madhyalila 8.70 krishna bhakti rasabhavitamate kriyatam yadi kuto bhilabhyate laulyam api mulyam ekalam janma koti tatra laulyam api mulyam ekalam janma koti sukrita yana labhyate pure devotional service in krishna consciousness cannot be had even by pious activity in hundreds of hundreds and thousands of lives it can be attained only by paying one price that is intense greed to obtain it if it is available somewhere one must purchase it without delay so this is the um greed we have to be greedy about krishna conscious perfection siddhi lalasa there is a song by um bhaktivinoda thakur the title of the song is siddhi lalasa it means um greed for perfection in devotional service so there we can be all our motivation everything can be there and that is unmotivated that means, why it's unmotivated because there is no personal interest for krishna i must do the best yes for that yes we want to do the best of course everything the result depends on krishna but the full uh, motivation to serve krishna that is there anya bhilashita shunyam so every other desire should be made zero but not sarva bhilashita shunyam that will be a <coughs> shunyavadi like buddhist they want to make sarva bhilashita shunyam so we are not like that we are anya bhilashita shunyam everything else except krishna consciousness should be made zero so you may ask as krishna says here there is no work that affects me nor do i aspire for the fruits of it so why do, why does he even work then if he doesn't need to work why does he work that's why they are called leela pastimes they are not forced to work um, they are not like we are forced to work if we don't work we don't have food to eat we don't have shelter we don't have uh, our basic protection our basic maintenance <coughs> but krishna does not need to do that you see this is our position bhagavad gita 3.5 न हि कशि क्षणमी जातुतिष्ठतकर्म कार्यते ह्यवश कर्म सर्व प्रकृतिजैर्गुण एव्री वन इज फॉर्स टू एक्ट हेल्पलेसली अकॉर्डिंग टू द क्वालिटीज ही हेज एक्वायर्ड फ्रॉम द मोड्स ऑफ मेटीरियल नेचर देर फॉर नो वन कैन रिफ्रेन फ्रॉम डूइंग समथिंग नॉट इवन फॉर अ मूवमेंट नॉट इवन फॉर अ मूवमेंट एव्री वन इज फॉर्स टू एक्ट दट्स द पॉइंट हेल्पलेसली दट टू that is the biggest problem uh, nobody wants to be um, forced to act but we are all forced to act according to the modes that we have acquired we think we are free sometimes you know oh i can do whatever i like yes he can do whatever he likes but why he does only that thing suppose if somebody doesn't want to you know listen to bhagavad gita for example and he wants to eat meat drink or illicit sex or gambling <coughs> <clears throat> so he he wants to do that and he does it now if he is actually free to do whatever he wants he is 
but why does he do that that activity why do, why did he choose that it looks like you know free will but actually he is controlled by the three modes of material nature prakrite kriyamanani gunai karmani sarvashah ahankara vimudhatma kartaham iti manyate 3.27 of bhagavad gita the spirit soul bewildered by the influence of false ego thinks himself the doer of activities that are in actuality carried out by the three modes of material nature so actually the three modes are forcing us to work the way we are working now you may say oh that means i will not be why am i punished then three modes should be punished no karanam gunasangosya as we associate with the modes so we do our work so we develop our qualities everything so our association if we keep ourselves in the association of devotees that will that we will choose that because according to the modes we have a devotee will come transcendental to the three modes and he will work in that way so according to what you associate with so you develop karanam guna sangosya sadasadhyoni janma so we get our body because of association with the material modes that not only this birth even in this body as we know the body is changing all the time so in the middle aged for example a middle aged person will have certain habits certain um you know friend circle certain type of friend circle and the certain types of music and his tastes his food and everything is in a certain way because he has associated in his childhood body in a certain way karanas karanam guna sangosya sadasad yoni janma so this is in the 13th chapter 22nd verse this the last two lines especially purusha prakriti stohe bhungte prakriti jan gunan karanam guna sangosya sadasadyoni janma so the living entity in material nature does follows the way of life enjoying the three modes of nature this is due to his association with that material nature does he meets with good and evil among various species so association is very very important association does not only mean with people but everything that we associate with what do i like to listen for example <clears throat> is it kirtans and lectures about krishna is it that way or is it about mundane you know sports or you know news or some you know some even worse like you know pornography this kind of you know horrible things or you know bollywood movies hollywood movies whatever it is so it's who what do we associate with according to that we develop our qualities our body sat asat yoni janmasu in births we get our body according to our association that means body means not only when we are when we die and ne- take next birth even in this body as we know we have we are changing bodies at each moment so now what body i have one hour ago it was a different body is this changing so imperceptibly over time that we fail to notice it hmm in fact medically it is a fact that every 7 years all the cells of the body are completely replaced that means now you don't have in your body any cell that was there 7 years back that means in effect you have a new body compared to that 7 year old 7 years back so this is this thing we are getting new bodies each moment 
but so our new body is depending on what again our our association that's very important therefore how we associate going back purport as there are constitutional laws in the material world stating that the king can do no wrong or that the king is not subject to the state laws similarly the lord although he is the creator of this material world is not affected by the activities of the material world now this kind of law is almost nowhere in existence now hmm? um, because it is all democracy now but before especially in monarchy the king can do no wrong the thing is he is not to be he is not punished by the constitution that was like that but also the king should be actually of that um undisputable indisputable character so he should be so sharp and so um, clean in his character that there should be no fault and also the constitution is not um does not uh, what is that uh, hold the king liable for punishment but it's not that he can abuse that the thing is these kind of laws have been abused and therefore monarchy is almost completely abolished from the face of the earth so when something is abused then nobody wants it like that but if it is very the rajarshi the king the saintly kings they used to be you know they used to be so good that they were saints in the in the uh, although they were kings so that is uh, real king so as there are constitutional laws saying that you know a king cannot do any wrong so similarly the lord although he is the creator of this material world is not affected by the activities of the material world important thing to note he creates and remains aloof from the creation just like a prime minister under his direction the prison house is also built but then he has nothing to do with the activities of the prison house that is to accommodate those outlaws so they have to be accommodated there and punished but he he does not get affected by those prison activities although he creates just like a judge also a judge gives sentence you know to various persons in different different ways according to the law but he is not um liable for punishment for giving him 20 years or giving him 50 years or giving him a life sentence or a death sentence or whatever it is or just a 100 dollar fine or whatever it is he is not liable for punishment oh he oh what is this whimsically whatever you whatever you want you are doing no it's not whimsically it is all according to law so the judge is awarding different different things to different different kinds of criminals but he is never uh he is not being um, held responsible oh you gave him 20 years or oh, you should be punished how can you give 20 years to him in his next 20 years you are spoiling his next future 20 years no he himself spoiled it the criminal so he just awarded so he doesn't get anything any uh, what is that it's not a crime for him to you know meet out justice similarly the lord uh, he is not implicated in our activities there is also stated in the fifth chapter 15th verse i think nadatte kascha chitpapam nachaiva sukritam vibhuhu agnyanavritam gyanam tena muhyanti jantavah nor does the supreme lord assume anyone's sinful or pious activities embodied beings however are bewildered because of the ignorance which covers their real knowledge you see the supreme lord does not assume anyone's sinful or pious activities hmm. 
he creates and remains aloof from the creation. Whereas the living entities are entangled in the fruitive results of material activities because of their propensity for lording it over material resources. The proprietor of an establishment is not responsible for the right and wrong activities of the workers, but the workers are themselves responsible. The living entities are engaged in their respective activities of sense gratification and these activities are not ordained by the Lord. Oh, I am, Prabhu, I am, uh, you know, sometimes they say, Prabhu, I am, I am a drunkard because, you know, the Lord wants me, but nothing, the blade of grass doesn't move without the will of the Supreme. So, if I am drinking, it is not happening without the will of the Supreme. So, the Lord wants me to drink. That's why I am drinking. They give this kind of answers. Just to, just to, you know, make some fun of the devotees. So, how to answer this? <laughs> the thing is, the person wants to drink. The Lord does not want him to drink. <clears throat> So, Prabhupada said, we have forced the Lord to give us the material body that we have. The Lord doesn't want us to have this material body. But we, being foolish, force the Lord to uh, give us this material body. And then sometimes we ask, oh, why Krishna put me into this world? No, no, no. We are, we are the ones who forced him to put, me, put us into this world. Just like the criminal cannot say, why the judge put me into jail? No, no, no. You force the judge to put you, your, yourself into jail. So, that <clears throat> the same thing, the judge doesn't want, the judge doesn't take pleasure in putting people in jail. It doesn't take pleasure. Nobody wants, is best. In fact, countries, they advertise themselves as, you know, low crime country, like Singapore. Singapore is a low crime country. The, the, the amount of crime here is far lesser than many other countries in the world. So it's a low crime country. So that is a you know it's a prestigious position, right? So nobody actually if there is zero crime, oh that is the gold standard. Right? But that's not gonna be. So Krishna also wants that gold standard that everyone is his, you know, um, servitor, eternal devotional servitor. But there are souls who want to misuse their independence and they want to enjoy themselves. So, Krishna gives them facility. Alright, you ask for it. Do it at your own risk. And then, he will be punished and punished and punished by Maya for millions of lifetimes before he can get back his sense and turn back to Krishna. And even when he turns back to Krishna, there will be so many tests until he becomes completely without any desire than to surrender to Krishna. Ah, yes, then he is admitted back into the spiritual world. <coughs> The living entities are engaged in their respective activities of sense gratification and these activities are not ordained by the Lord. For advancement of sense gratification, the living entities are engaged in the work of this world and they aspire to heavenly happiness after death. They want to be happy here and happy in the next life in heaven. See, everybody wants to be happy. The thing is, everybody wants to be happy. Whether he's a drunkard, whether he's a... Follower of the follower of the Karmakanda section of the Vedas, or whether he's a yogi, whether he's a sportsman, whether he's a politician, he wants to be happy. Nobody wants to be unhappy, and that's why they take up so many endeavors just to make themselves happy. The thing is, though, antavattu phalam tesham. In this world, everything is whatever phalam we can get. Everything is limited, and actually, it is full of miserable miseries. Even heavenly life is so much full of miseries. 
पीपल थिंक हैवन इज ओ हैवन आई वॉन्ट गो टू हैवन स्वर्ग प्राप्ति स्वर्ग प्राप्ति होना है लेट्स यू आर स्वर्ग प्राप्ति नाउ कांटो इलेवन चैप्टर थ्री टेक्स्ट ट्वेंटी एवं लोकम परम विद्यान्नश्वर कर्म निर्मित सतुल्यातिशयध्वंसम यथामंडलवर्तिना वन कैनाट फाइंड पर्मनेंट हैपीनेस इवन ऑन द हेवनली प्लैनेट्स विच वन कैन अटेन इन द नेक्स्ट लाइफ बाय रिचुअलिस्टिक सेरेमनीज एंड सैक्रिफाइसेस इवन इन मेटीरियल हेवन द लिविंग एंटिटी इज डिस्टर्ब बाय राइवलरी विथ हिज इक्वल्स एंड एनवी ऑफ दोज सुपीरियर टू हिम एंड सिंस वन रेजिडेंस इन हेवन इज फिनिश्ड with the exhaustion of pious fruitive activities the denizens of heaven are afflicted by fear anticipating the destruction of their heavenly life thus they resemble kings who though enviously admired by ordinary citizens are constantly harassed by enemy kings and who therefore never attain actual happiness see this this is heaven who wants to go there hell of course hell is even worse hell is full of suffering we can go through the whole hell but you know there is one chapter you can go and read fifth kanto 26 chapter you know the whole hellish punishments are given there so hell is uh, suffering already but heaven heaven is also suffering earth is also suffering <laughs> material world abrahma bhuvanar lokan punaravartino arjuna maam upetya tukaunteya punarjanma navidyate Ma, okay, this one. Abrahma Bhuvanar Loka. So, eight dot sixteen of Bhagavad Gita. From the highest planet in the material world down to the lowest, all are places of misery, wherein repeated birth and death take place. But one who attains to my abode, O son of Kunti, never takes birth again. Never. <clears throat> so, in this material world, every planet is full of suffering. Now. they aspire to heavenly happiness after death the lord being full in himself has no attraction for so called heavenly happiness of course you know why does he want cheap happiness the heavenly demigods are only his engaged servants the proprietor never desires uh, sorry, sorry the proprietor never desires the low grade happiness such as the workers may desire he is aloof from the material actions and reactions for example the rains are not responsible for different types of vegetation that appear on the earth although without such rains there is no possibility of vegetative growth it's a very beautiful example the rains are not responsible for different types of vegetation that appear on the earth the rains themselves have nothing to do or oh, the cactus must grow here or the tomato must grow there and the chili must grow there and then the you know pitcorn must grow there or apple or orange or mango the rain has nothing to do with that but the rain is giving facility if they take the facility of god and use it in their own way then there are different different plants that are coming out according to the seed so just like there are uh, bhakti lata beej the seed of devotional service there are the seed of kama beej and you know what is that um, then we will see this word you see it's in the 11th canto there is not only the seed of devotion you know there are so many seeds seed of karma seed of gyana seed of yoga so many types of seeds 
but actually this verse is not exactly about the seeds of different seeds but you see the word nakama karma bijanam you see bijanam or of material hankerings which are the seeds of fruitive activity that means he has no kama bija karma bija no seed of lust a pure devotee this is actually a symptom of a pure devotee nakama karma bijanam so that means there are kama bija the karma bija there is gyana bija there is yoga bija all these seeds different seed means what that impetus okay just like the facility for example let's take the example that is given in the purport the rains are not responsible for the different types of vegetation the rain is falling equally but why two different trees are coming out because how they took advantage of the you know the seed is the one which you know takes the same ingredients same supply of the lord same mercy of the rain and according to the bija the different results come out therefore phalena parichayate it is said one is one thing everything is is to be judged by the fruits then you know what the seed is so by the behavior by the manifestation of his behavior a person we can identify about um you know one second one second just give me a second so by the symptoms of his behavior he can be known okay what kind of a person he is in why in the bhagavad gita there are symptoms of person in the mode of goodness what food he eats what what kind of charity he does what kind of worship he does what kind of happiness he he has and what kind of determination he has everything what kind of sacrifices he does what religious principles he accepts everything is laid out why because those symptoms of uh, behavior are actually the fruits of the seed which is his association the seed is the association uh, so as we have kama bija suppose when the senses contact the sense objects then sangasteshu upajayate dhyayato vishayan pumsa sangasteshu upajayate 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 means to be born the desire uh, to to enjoy uh, the senses that desire gets born so that is the seed so those seeds manifest in different different behaviors so the same rain two different seeds two different fruits so the rains are not um they are just giving the facility but how we uh, use that facility given by the lord the lord is giving the same mercy to everyone same but he looks partial because just like the rain may look partial or the judge may look partial but they are not partial they are impartial but at the same time how we react ye yathamam prapadyante tam sathaiva bhajami ham so as we surrender to him he rewards accordingly but what is that surrender that is the seed you know so how we are disposed towards god and that's how we will get our result he appears to be offering different different things to different people but actually he is offering the same mercy as as if there is a proverb actually in bengali i guess i don't know the bengali actually but the english translation is that the sun the moon shine shines equally on everyone 
it doesn't distinguish between a brahmana or a chandal or no there's no distinction so the moonshine shines equally on everyone so similarly the mercy of god is equal for everyone equally available but if i close myself and don't want to see the moon don't want to see the moon shine then how can i blame the moon for that that is the thing so if there is rain but there is if no if there is no um, you know um plant there's no seed there there's no tree grows or we wanted this tree but another tree went, another tree grew because the seed was of another tree so like that we have to understand that the lord is always impartial but he seemingly looks like partial in give, in giving different different results to different people <clears throat> but of course when it comes to his devotee he personally takes care personally he takes care of his devotee yes in devote in his devotee he is very interested hmm. that is explained in the in the bhagavad gita also 9th chapter 29th verse samoham sarvabhuteshu namedveshyoste na priyah ye bhajanti tu mam bhaktya mai te teshu chapyaham i envy no one nor am i partial to anyone i am equal to all but whoever enters service unto me in devotion is a friend is in me and i am also a friend to him see uh, that is there whoever is a devotee of krishna ah yes then such in the krishna takes special care all right so the lord being full in himself has no attraction uh, for so called heavenly happiness the heavenly demigods are only his engaged servants okay we have read this all this for example the rains are not responsible for different types of vegetation that appear on the earth although without such rains there is no possibility of vegetative growth vedic smriti confirms this fact as follows nimitta matram evasau srijyanam sarga karmani pradhana karani bhuta yato vai srijya srijya shaktayah in the material creations the lord is only the supreme cause the immediate cause is material nature you know what is supreme cause and immediate cause you understand this there is a remote cause and then the immediate cause that means for example the example is given of a potter a potter makes a pot now the ingredients of the pot are uh, the earth water and fire so the earth and water they are you know mixed together and made into this um, thick paste and then you know the the potter's wheel is there and then the shape is made and then um, it dried in the sun which is fire and then there is a pot now what are the ing- what are the immediate ingredients or immediate cause of the pot the earth the water the fire of the sun and the potter's wheel but we can never negate the touch of the potter himself he is the remote cause without the potter there will be no earth water mixing there will be no potter wheel spinning so although the potter wheel you may say ah it is actually because of the potter wheel no it is actually because of the earth it is because of the water otherwise it cannot be made into a shape yeah it may be a mixture of potter's wheel earth water and you know sun but the same sun may be shining you know every day is shining but no, why pots are not made everywhere there is earth everywhere everywhere we are stepping on is earth why the pot is not coming there are there can be a potter's wheel if nobody mans it 
how does a pot come there is water everywhere so somebody has to mix all these things and he has to have an idea in mind what to do with it and when he does it that that's when we actually get the pot so the immediate ingrediential cause are all these potters wheel earth water fire but the remote cause is the potter himself so similarly krishna is the remote cause of everything but the immediate cause is material nature that is what is meant here in the material creations the lord is only the supreme cause the immediate cause is material nature by which the cosmic manifestation is made visible the pot is made visible it is not that it was not in existence the ingredients were in existence in different forms now they are put together and it's a different thing now we call it a name pot so like that <clears throat> the created beings are of many varieties such as the demigods human beings and lower animals and all of them are subject to the reactions of their past good or bad activities see that this is very important even the demigods are subject to the reactions of their past good or bad activities the lord only gives them the proper facilities for such activities and the regulations of the modes of nature but he is never responsible for their past and present activities so let's see there is this verse from brahma samhita 5 i think uh, 54 maybe yeah see this यस्वेन्द्रगोपमथवेन्द्रमहोस्वकर्म बंधाफलभाजनमातनोती कर्मा निर्दहति किंतु च भक्ति गोविंदमादिपुरुषं तमहं भजामि आई एड ऑल द प्राइमिवल लॉर्ड गोविंद हू बर्न्स अप टू द रूट्स ऑल फ्रूटिव एक्टिविटीज ऑफ दोज हू आर इम्ब्यूड विथ डिवोशन एंड इम्पार्शली ऑर्डेन्स फॉर ईच the due enjoyment of the fruits of one's activities of all those who walk in the path of work that means in the in the path of karma fruitive work in accordance with the chain of their previously performed works no less in the case of the tiny insect that bears the name of indragopa than in that of indra the king of the devas his bhaktisiddhan saraswati thakur's english you know it's like way way above our heads so basically what he's saying if you do not understand that right from indra the king of heaven to indragopa which is an insect then is there is an insect with the name indragopa so that's why it is said in this verse the first line yastvindragopa mathavendra mahosva karma if you split up the words yastu indragopam athava indram ahosva karma indragopa to indra all are that's why the because there is a indra and indra that's why it is they are put together from an insect to indra the king of heaven everybody is enjoying or suffering the fruits of one's actions uh, no less in the case of indra than in the uh, indra gopa so like that <clears throat> and this is also explained in this uh, verse in the bhagavad gita 18th chapter 40th verse न तदस्ति पृथिव्यां विवि देशु वह सकृतिजैर्मुक्त यदेभ्यागुण दर् इज नो बीयिंग एक्सिस्टिंग आयदर आयदर हियर और अमंग द डेमिगॉड्स इन द हायर प्लानेटरी सिस्टम्स विच इज फ्रीड फ्रॉम दीज थ्री मोड्स बॉर्न ऑफ मेटीरियल नेचर 
next see the lord only gives them the proper facilities for for such activities and the regulations of the modes of nature but he is never responsible for their past and present activities it is confirmed so in the vedanta sutra 2.1.34 it is confirmed vaishamya nayargrihanyam na sap sap sapekshatvat vaishamya nayargrihanyam na sapekshatvat the lord is never partial to any living entity the living entity is responsible for his own acts the lord only gives him facility through the agency of material nature see the eternal the sorry the external energy anyone who is fully conversant with the intricacies of this law of karma or fruitive activities does not become affected by the results of his activities so if anybody understands the intricacies of this law of karma he himself will come out of the bondage of karma that means because once you know the laws oh then you know okay this is how work uh, this is how work works <laughs> fruitive work this is how fruitive work works okay there is karma there is vikarma there is akarma once you, once everybody once a person knows this all right now the best path is akarma so these are the intricacies of work and the art of work we have also learned that 2.50 buddhi yukto jahati ha ubhe sukrita duskrite tasmad yogaya yujjasva yogah karma sukaushalam a man engaged in devotional service rids himself of both good and bad actions even in this life see who is engaged in devotional service which is akarma and he rids himself of both good and bad actions even in this life therefore strive for yoga which is the art of all work so a person who knows the intricacies of karma he knows the art how to do work in such a way that he will never get implicated materially anyone who is fully int- uh, conversant with all the intricacies of this law of karma of fruitive activities does not become affected by the results of his activities in other words the person who understands this transcendental nature of the lord is an experienced man in krishna consciousness and thus he is never subjected to the laws of karma one who does not know the transcendental nature of the lord and who thinks that the activities of the lord are aimed at fruitive results as are the activities of the ordinary living entities certainly becomes entangled him himself in fruitive reactions that's why krishna says janma karma chame divyam his actions his birth is transcendental whereas our birth is because of our karma karanam guna sangosya sadasadyoni janmasu and our our work is not a pastime it is we are forced to do this for our it's a, it's a struggle for existence here and that is how we have to work and we have a result we we are we are result oriented but the lord does but he, he has nothing to achieve in that he has no personal interest then why he comes why he should come into this material he is already in the spiritual world he doesn't need to come we came because we needed to come here not needed we were we had to come because of our criminal mentality but the lord doesn't have that criminal mentality why does he come then why does he come to enjoy here a pig may enjoy stool garbage but a human being will not come into the pig's place and enjoy with the garbage you know like the pig no why he has a higher standard of happiness 
Similarly, the Lord is Atmarama. He is already fully satisfied in himself. Why does he need to even come here? Even if he wants to enjoy, he can enjoy in the spiritual world. Why this material world? The reason is causeless mercy. He wants to see us happy. He is always happy anyway. But he wants to save us from the path of repeated cycle of birth and death. But we are the adamant rascals that have not listened to the Lord and still want to be in this material world. That is our problem. The Lord is more willing to take us back than we are of going back to Him. You know, sometimes, you know, when devotees, please Krishna, you know, please uh, allow me to be, you know, please take me back to Godhead. <laughs> now you are requesting, Krishna, Krishna is like, now you are requesting. I am doing this for uh, how many millions of years? Looking at you, when you will turn to me? He is waiting. But now we have understood the importance of it. And now we are asking Krishna, but actually Krishna always was doing that for us. He was always waiting and he takes avatars in this world just to reclaim the fallen souls. Dharmasaglanir. Whenever there is a slight discrepancy in devotional, you know, in, in, in religious life, he comes. Yada yadai dharmasaglanir bhavati bharata abhyutthanam adharmasya tadatmanam sarjamyaham. I come. Because I don't want this dharma. Dharma glani means what? Without any dharma means there is no no chance for anybody to take advantage of this dharma and go back to him. So he always wants to keep that facility available for the conditioned souls to come back to him. So he always, especially in the human form of life, uh, he we can. So he he will make it accessible to all of us. He wants it readily available. But why it is not accessible to everyone? For example. I contacted the Hare Krishna movement when I was 16, 17, sorry, 17. Until then, I was in India. I mean, in India, I never ever heard of the uh, society ISKCON. I was in India. I never heard Rathyatra. I never knew what was Jagannath Baladev Subhadra. I never knew. I know Radha Krishna because paintings are there. So no, I, as a Hindu, I knew Radha Krishna. But Jagannath, when I first went to the Iskon temple in, in, in Hyderabad, and I saw the deities, there were so many deities like Radha Madan Mohan, and there's Jagannath Baladev Subhadra, and, and there's uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Then I, because I already read Bhagavad Gita once, before even going to the temple, then in the Bhagavad Gita is always there Krishna as the Supreme Personality of Godhead. He is the only one to be worshipped, you know. And when I went there, so many deities. Why? Why? I thought only one, one, only Krishna should be worshipped. Why, why all this? What is this different form? What is this Jagannath form like this big eyes and what, what kind of? What is, what is all this? You know, who is this with the arms raised? No idea. It was available. I was in India, the, the land where the Lord walked, hmm? and I had no clue. So, it is accessible, but if we are not ready, if we don't have the pious credit, we will never know. We will never know that it exists. That's why even Krishna comes right in front of us. We cannot recognize him. So the Krishna consciousness movement was always there. But I never, I never even heard the Hare Krishna Mahamantra. Once I heard Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. This mantra because in my primary school there was a, I think some cultural program and in that one dance, this mantra comes for a while. I was not in the dance but <laughs> I'm not a good dancer. But I watched the dance as they were as they were doing their rehearsals. So then I heard that. So when I first read the mantra in the Bhagavad Gita, then I, that was what struck me. Hey, I heard this. 
the other way around hari rama first when i was a primary you know school kid when the rehearsal was going on that was like 87 years back 7 years prior so not 7 years back from now 7 years prior to when i actually read the first time hari krishna mahamantra in the bhagavad gita so other than that i've never heard never that was how how was it possible but right in india where the, you know the hari krishna movement was you know going on every city every town and rath yatras big big people i mean big big procession on the street and all this big numbers of people i was i was in the locality where the temple was situated is called a place called nampalli in hyderabad and i was at nampalli and the temple was just like somewhere around stones throw away from my place never heard never knew of it so why does that happen so krishna of course he always wants to keep it ready for us he wants to dharma siglan whenever there is a decline he will come but unless we are fortunate ei brahmand bhramite kono bhagyavan jeev but the fortunate soul he actually will get in touch guru krishna prasad paya bhakti lata beej he will get the seed of devotional service then that's where everything opens up the key to the spiritual world opens up there by the bonafide guru so anyone who is fully conversant with the intricacies of this law of karma or fruit of action does not become affected by the results of his activities in other words a person who understands this transcendental nature of the lord is an experienced man we have read that one who does not know the transcendental nature of the lord and who thinks that the activities of the lord are aimed at fruitive results as are the activities of the ordinary living entity certainly becomes entangled himself in fruitive reactions but one who knows the supreme truth is a liberated soul fixed in krishna consciousness and sometimes just to add to this um sometimes people think that krishna also uh, was you know cursed or blessed like gandhari cursed him oh you have killed all my sons your family also will die fighting among yourselves fighting among themselves and that's how the yadus you know they all fought and killed each other now it looks like gandhari could curse krishna no work affects him there's no karma for him how can a curse act upon him how so it is that he accepts the chastisement or the love from his devotees gandhari of course is not an ordinary person you see she is not an ordinary person she if she can curse krishna how great she is and her son duryodhan was actually a disciple of balaram balaram is krishna himself right so and balaram taught him the mace how to use the gada how is it possible he is such a demon Yeah, these are all engineered by the lord you know so although dhritarashtra and gandhari uh, they were in the opposite side in the kaurava side but still they were actually very exalted personalities it's all the plan of the lord it's not an ordinary person they are not ordinary persons who are i mean to die in front of krishna every person who died on the battlefield of kurukshetra went back and got their original forms so because they died in front of krishna hmm. that's how much Krishna was personally present on the battlefield when everyone was dying and that's it they all were you know got this bishmadev himself said that so that is uh, that is how we have to understand he is he is not bound to accept just like yashoda mai she chastises krishna and you see kunti devi says in shrimad bhagavatam 
ಸಿಂಗ್ಸ್ and your perturbed eyes overflooded with tears which washed the mascara from your eyes and you were afraid though fear personified is afraid of you this sight is bewildering to me how come krishna can be you know chastised and krishna crying <laughs> whole world under his uh, rule and he is crying afraid of mother yashoda what is this this is his leela he wants somebody to chastise him everybody is praying to me with uh, nice nice prayers somebody want somebody needs to chastise me i want that also that relationship also i want to experience so he experiences this with devotees who are in the parental affection so similarly those whose you know curse or blessing no nothing can affect krishna in fact he is called apapaviddham shuddham apapaviddham apapaviddham means his there no pap that can cut, uh, that can uh, what is that uh, affect him in fact he says you surrender to me aham tvam sarva papebhyo mokshayam asuchah you surrender to me i will take over your reaction and in another verse uh, in the 6th canto and the purport is mentioned i think 6214 627 yeah 627 purport we'll take out this verse even one name of krishna is so powerful just chanting the name of krishna is so powerful you see ಸ್ಮೃತಿ ಶಾಸ್ತ್ರ ಕೋಟೆಡ್ ಬೈ ವಿಶ್ವನಾಥ ಚಕ್ರವರ್ತಿ ಠಾಕೂರ್ ನಾಮನೋ ಹಿ ಯಾವತಿ ಶಕ್ತಿ ಪಾಪ ನಿರ್ಹರಣೆ ಹರೇ ತಾವತ್ ಕರ್ತು ನ ಶಕ್ನೋತಿ ಪಾತಕಂಪಾತಕೀ ನರಹ ಸಿಂಪ್ಲಿ ಬೈ ಚಾಂಟಿಂಗ್ ಒನ್ ಹೋಲಿ ನೇಮ್ ಆಫ್ ಹರಿ ಅ ಸಿನ್ಫುಲ್ ಮ್ಯಾನ್ ಕೆನ್ ಕೌಂಟ್ರಾಕ್ಟ್ ದ ರಿಯಾಕ್ಷನ್ಸ್ ಟು ಮೋರ್ ಸಿನ್ಸ್ ದ್ಯಾನ್ ಹೀ ಈಸ್ ಏಬಲ್ ಟು ಕಮಿಟ್ ಬೃಹದ್ ವಿಷ್ಣು ಪುರಾಣ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಒನ್ ನೇಮ್ ಆಫ್ ಹರಿ more than all the sins that he can possibly commit past present future of course it has to be chanted offenselessly then completely he can be so one name of hari how can he be implicated in any sinful reactions or curses or anything every curse will be driven away one chance name of krishna so he does not accept any uh, this kind of uh, fruitive reaction all right so basically that is the end and today we are less than an hour <laughs> somebody somebody who is wanted short classes so today is a short class all right so that is the end of the session so we will take the questions so we have a few questions first question by ಭಕ್ತಿನ್ ಪೂಜಾ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಪ್ರಭುಜಿ ಇಫ್ ಸಮನ್ ಕಮಿಟ್ಸ್ ಅ ಕ್ರೈಮ್ ವಿತ್ ಎನಿ ಒನ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಲಾ ಪನಿಷಸ್ ಹಿಮ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಇಫ್ ಹಿ ಗೆಟ್ಸ್ ಹಿಸ್ ಪನಿಷ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ವಿಲ್ ಹಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಟು ಬಿ ಪನಿಷ್ ಫಾರ್ ಹಿಸ್ ಸಿನ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ಹಿಸ್ ಸೆಕೆಂಡ್ ಬರ್ತ್ ಆರ್ ನಾಟ್ ಬೈ ದ ಲಾಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಪ್ರೀವಿಯಸ್ ಕರ್ಮ ಓಕೆ ಸೊ ಇಫ್ ದ ಲಾ ಪನಿಷಸ್ ಹಿಮ್ ಆ್ಯಡಿಕ್ವೇಟ್ಲಿ 
for example if a person kills another person if a person murders someone because he has taken life his life also should be taken away that is the actual standard so that next life he doesn't have to uh, be killed in the way that he killed somebody <clears throat> but if the law gives him a punishment say 5 years in jail or 10 years in jail that's not an equal punishment that's not the fit punishment for that crime but in the state law that is fit but the state law in today today's context is not the same as god's law so previously in the vedic times when the king punished someone he punished according to the laws of scripture of shastra what manusmriti what manusamhita says because manusamhita is a law book for mankind they did not manufacture a constitution then made amendments nothing nothing manusmriti yagyamalika smriti these are you know and all the devotional scriptures shruti smriti purana adi so like that it was judged so they automatically followed the scriptures vedic scriptures and gave the punishment so that was a just punishment that was a correct punishment but today the shastras the vedic scriptures are not referred to when meeting our punishment so sometimes they may give less sometimes it so happens that they get more like the, the other day i was saying i think few weeks ago that this man he was put he was in jail for 37 years he went in when he was a 22 year old and he came out when he was a 59 year old or yeah around there 36 58 years old his whole life is gone 22 year old that's it he was in jail and 58 he came out now he was put in jail for a crime he did not commit he was caught for uh, rape but he did not do it somebody else did but the victim she wrongly identified the person as him in the photos so the police came and caught him and put him in jail and then that's it 36 years in prison for a crime he did not commit why does that happen then so we have to understand that in definitely nothing happens without reason nothing happens without reason something which he did not suffer in the previous life for some crime now he is having to suffer although it, in this life it looks totally unfair but nothing is unfair nothing is unfair everybody is enjoying or suffering the results of one's own karma how much unfair it how much ever uh, unfair it looks on the surface nothing is unfair so but it also does not mean that those who are actually suppose killing someone oh they are doing the just thing very good no they themselves will be punished how because if those if the person who is dying is supposed to die and this person kills him so he is just fulfilling the law of karma right but why is he killing why is he chosen to do that job because he had this desire to kill or you know so that happened so his desire is being fulfilled because he he wants to kill someone and that person has to be killed by his law of karma by the by the karma that he has gotten so these both are put together and killed but it doesn't mean that this person because he you know uh, did the law of karma on him so therefore he is okay no this is how krishna arranges he arranges one to be not only killed give different kinds of suffering and everything all this is because of some past karma so we should understand that so as to to answer your question in short so the law because it is not following the real law of vedas 
therefore it is not exact so if we follow the manusamhita it is much closer to the real law of karma even then of course when you follow the shastra sometimes the judge may be you know wrongly giving punishment and once it happened yamaraj gave a wrong punishment and he was cursed this age cursed yamaraj to become a shudra so that also happens so anyway the point is this if we follow the scriptures yes that is the right thing to do for the king but not if not like that then the whole karma is not the whole purpose how the vedas prescribe the punishment is designed to fully counteract the sin that was committed but at the same time atonement is not the real permanent answer it is an atonement for this mistake okay this atonement but the desire to commit another mistake that is not taken away so that lust the desire to enjoy this material world that has to be uprooted and for that only one path that is 6217 if you see 6217 taistanya ghani puyante tapodana vratadibhi nadharmajam tad dridhayam tad apishangrisevayam although one may neutralize the reactions of sinful life through austerity charity vows and other such methods these pious activities cannot uproot the material desires in one's heart however if one serves the lotus feet of the personality of godhead he is immediately freed from all such contaminations see that and then this other verse very famous verse in the bhagavatam tasmat sankirtanam vishnor jagannamangalam amhasam mahatam api kauravya vidhyaikantik anishkritam shukadev goswami continued my dear king the chanting of the holy name of the lord is able to uproot even the reactions of the greatest sins uproot therefore the chanting of the sankirtan movement is the most auspicious activity in the entire universe please try to understand this so that others will take it seriously by chanting hari krishna all sins are uprooted therefore prabhupad he showed by example they were all drug addicts and everybody but he went and gave them hari naam and completely changed them um, completely got rid of all the bad habits because he uprooted them from the heart next uh, question by bhaktin puja again does krishna sleep every time as seen in picture his sleep is not like our sleep you know his sleep is yoga nidra in his yoga nidra he is actually creating this whole material world mahavishnu you know let us explain i think it's uh, 48 maybe Forty-seven. You see that word yoga nidram. This is mystic sleep. His sleep is not like our sleep. You know, <laughs> he is fully conscious. He doesn't sleep like us. But his his nidra is called yoga nidra. Yah karanar navajale bhajatisma yoga nidra mananta jagadanda saroma kupa. आधार शक्तिमलंब्य परां स्वमूर्ति गोविंदमादिपुरुषं तमहं भजामि आई एडोर द प्राइमेवल लॉर्ड गोविंद हु एज्यूमिंग हिज ओन ग्रेट सब्जेक्टिव फॉर्म विच इज द महाविष्णु हु बेर्स द नेम ऑफ शेष 
replete with the all accommodating potency and reposing in the causal ocean that means he's sleeping in the causal ocean with the infinity of the world in the pores of his hair enjoys creative sleep see that creative sleep yoga nidra why creative sleep because in his sleep he creates the whole material worlds with its innumerable universes so he does sleep because nothing can be in this world that is not there in krishna Janmadhyasyataha. He is the origin of everything. So if there is sleep here, there is also sleep there in Krishna. But the sleep is not of the same quality as here. That is different. So there is this nice verse quoted by the Mataji. Srimad Bhagavatam 10.4.27 the immediate cause and the remote cause. 10.4.27 Shoka Harshabhaya Dvesha Lobha Moha Madan Vitaha Mitho Gnantam Napashyanti Bhavair Bhavam Prithak Drishaha Persons with the vision of differentiation are imbued with the material qualities, lamentation, jubilation, fear, envy, greed, illusion and madness. They are influenced by the immediate cause which are which they are busy counteracting because they have no knowledge of the remote supreme cause, the personality of Godhead. Sarva Karana Karanam He is the remote cause. He is the cause of all causes. Just like the potter is the cause of the potter wheel and the, and the earth water and all that. And the, the pot itself is the, is, is the result of or the cause of the pot. The immediate cause is the ingredients so the ingrediential cause and the efficient cause or the immediate cause and the remote cause so like that it is classified so he is the cause of all causes next question by bhaktin puja i want to ask a very dirty custom in india if someone die in hindu hinduism then his or her family members performs triyodashi after 13 day of his death they give food to brahmanas they give money to them they give everything like gold, bad, watches, umbrellas, pots. They offer food to villagers and relatives in some families. Uh, and relatives in some families don't have money. They borrow others for doing this karma kanda. Does the soul get heaven by doing this or is it hypocritical? Well, the funeral rites have to be done. That is something, if one is not a devotee especially, he has to do those things. So, um, they have to be done. I mean, charity also should be given. Of course, they should be given to the Brahmanas. The qualified Brahmanas is to be done within one's means, you know, as much as one can do. If he wants to do a little bit more and then, um, I don't know, watches and all that. No, umbrella. Whatever is necessary. So, charity is to be given to the Brahmanas. That is there. It is not wrong. Actually, it should be done. Every yajna should have remuneration to the priests. If one does not remunerate the priests um, with some dakshin, then that is actually wrong. It is in the tamasic yajna. So, it is not correct. So, if you see 17th chapter here, 13th verse. So, it is not dirty, but... Okay, let's see. Let's see this verse first. Vidhihenam asrishtanam mantrahenam madakshinam shraddha virahitam yagyam tamasam parichakshate Any sacrifice performed without regard for the directions of scripture. First of all, they have to be in, in pursuance of the scriptural directions. 
then without distribution of prasadam spiritual food without chanting of vedic hymns and remunerations to the priests and without faith is considered to be in the mode of ignorance any sacrifice which is done with this kind of thing it is in the mode of ignorance so one should do i mean the the shraddha ceremony and all that the funeral rites and giving dakshin to the brahmanas nothing wrong it should be done like that uh, but if you are asking what don't have money and the borrow from others for doing this karma kanda well after that if they can pay back that's fine so there is there but nowadays are there real brahmanas who are being distributed to the, the charity so advaita acharya he invited um, haridas thakur for the shraddha ceremony of his father so he showed that there one brahmana is enough especially vaishnava oh that is very high class so vaishnava of course vaishnava it doesn't go to everybody everybody wherever people died you know he go and eat there in their houses <laughs> that's not the vaishnava will not do that but because advaita acharya of course is mahavishnu himself and also a vaishnav family when somebody passes away and that's a different thing you know when they call the devotees and the, but not the devotee will go to every single house wherever there are people dying and he will go there and eat nicely no that is not to be done so it's it's, it's a very custom it's not something wrong but um, the soul is the soul actually what happens to the soul is he goes to the pitraloka the planet of the forefathers so as long as the pindadan is done every year then he is kept there but when that thing is stopped then he will have to fall down from that position all right next question by krishna smaranam prabhu taking birth in india is considered very pious bharat bhumi hoila manushya janma jar what about indians who are born outside of india like africa and west indies etc <laughs> well at least as long as we come in contact with the movement that's fine you know and actually even sometimes why actually we should understand why person born in india is is um fortunate why because he has the facility for becoming god conscious from the very beginning of his life so if that facility is available anywhere whether it's west indies or africa or you know some tribal forest wherever it is if the facility for becoming a devotee of krishna is there that is pious we should understand that the land is pious not just because there is something special about the earth the particles of the sand there on in on india on indian land no no it's because there is an opportunity for becoming god conscious easily and one can easily you know somebody's name will be ram somebody krishna somebody govind somebody you know in this way one is automatically chanting the names of krishna in different ways already without him even if he is an atheist or what if his friend name is govind he hey govind come there was an actor you know film actor in india hindi govinda everybody is trying oh govinda govinda but <laughs> they are getting some piety there just by doing that but if you chant tom cruise nothing will get nothing you know we will be cruising in the ship of i mean the ship also will capsize actually in the material world we are in the ocean of the material world you know nothing but if you chant krishna's name somehow or other there is some facility so that facility is what makes it pious so similarly a brahmin birth is good is very uh, pious why only if there is opportunity of advancing in spiritual life but if it is just like in you know, a so called brahmin 
family but there is no culture of brahmanical culture then what is the point namesake that is not pious that is brahmabandhu but pious means when there is facility so so that we can take advantage of that that is actual piety so by prabhupada's mercy that facility is now given all over the world so it it implies to everybody those who have this facility janma sarthak kari karo paropakar make your life successful and preach bharat bhumi te manushya janma hoile jar yes because here there is krishna consciousness in india chaitanya mahaprabhu said yes you know indians must actually indians indian body is also much closer to the mode of goodness by nature but if having been in the mode of goodness they don't take to krishna consciousness it's like a waste but it is in the mode of goodness other species there are more of in the modes of passion and ignorance very much you know sometimes that's why even steadiness in in spiritual life sometimes you know an indian body of course he, there are also many bad examples in india i'm not saying i'm not generalizing but i mean i mean i'm not specifically saying but generally uh, indians are quite steady when it comes to spiritual practice at least they have some kind of steadiness even if they may not be of the highest standard there is some advantage there but that is only because only because there has been a culture that has that one is born into in india even if he is just a hindu not a krishna conscious person there is that that facility that is going on so that is actually what makes so that same facility in the association of devotees that we have all over the world gives the same facility in fact it gives the facility in a much purer form because when one is a hindu an ordinary hindu is like karmakanda demigods and this all everything is mixture it's big khichdi is there so the thing the thing about our temples is that krishna i mean prabhupada has given krishna consciousness like pure the very essence of indian culture vedic culture so that is what makes it pious so indians or even americans anybody who has that from very beginning of life that facility he is pious who then krishna smaranam prabhu again uh, what is the difference between one who becomes a devotee and one who is born a devotee well both are fortunate both are fortunate in the end how seriously one takes it even if one is born in a devotee family if he doesn't take it 100% serious if he's just like always not serious then the whole point is it doesn't matter how we started but it definitely matters how we end our life ante narayana smriti that's what really matters bhajan karo sadhan karo murti janle hoy so whether we come from the most sinful background or the most pious background doesn't matter what happens at the end of life how we die is what will determine our next life so it's all tested at the time of death whether one whether one is born or um, becomes a devotee later in life it is all tested at the time of death we can't cheat krishna at that time we can cheat i mean we can make a show of a big devotee in this world and cheat ordinary people but death we cannot cheat krishna we cannot cheat so we better become serious for our own good for our own good we become serious and get ready for that ultimate moment the test of death which we need to pass all right i think that's it we are done <laughs> all right thank you very much for coming on 
will see you tomorrow with the next verse uh, all right bhagavad gita ki jai shila prabhupad ki jai anant kodi vaishnavrind ki jai nitai gaur premanand hari hari bol hare krishna